0: Hey friends, welcome to Pass to Power. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are so excited to be with you today and we have some great conversation planned. We're going to let the Holy Spirit just talk through us and we're going to have a wonderful time today. Latan, we're talking a little bit about the idea of hide and seek kind of getting back out into the world and what that looks like. Will you tell us just a little bit more about what we're going to talk about? Well, you know, yesterday
1: you and I had a a little conversation through text just about how this is such a strange time for people because we've just come out of 2020 year where we were all in isolation and um, people weren't able to be with the church community. They weren't able to be in their office with People that they're used to being around every day, the sources that they literally found encouragement from, all of a sudden they were, as you and I said, in hiding mode, so to speak. And now we're seeing, um, you know, we hear other people saying, I'm ready to be out and about. My husband says that when everything lifts, it's going to be like the roaring 20s where people are just ready to be out and it's going to be bustling and people want to go to music concerts and they want to rush around and get back to their busy schedules. Then there are those who really enjoyed the reclusiveness that 2020 brought to us. And here we are now in 2021, deal with the remnant of the pandemic, um, and trying to figure out: Are we going to continue to hide, or are we going to seek the Lord and put ourselves out there again? And and what is our new rhythm going to be like? And what can that look like? Um, and then there's the fear. You and I kind of touched on this a little bit about, you know, will our friends open their hearts to us in the same way, or will they want to hide because they're afraid, or will they want to get together and collectively seek God together, or will they be happy with just being at home and watching um, church online? So there's so many different angles to this hide and seek today, Amy, and I'm not even sure we'll have time to cover it all, but you and I both felt like it was a really important topic.
0: I agree totally. And no, I think we'll carry this on to some other shows. So, you know, some of the things that you said and some the biggest thing that was on my mind was that we have to deal with that fear of getting back out again, because some of us have um, a fear based reason for not getting back out. And I think it's really important for us to to attack that and get rid of it. And two reasons that I was thinking about that might cause us to not want to get back out there. Some of us have kind of become a little apathetic about, you know, the world is, is too messed up. There's nothing I can do about it. And I liked being hidden away. And then also there's that complacency that, yeah, I, you know, the world did without me, I don't need to get out there. I, you know, I've got, my stuff going on and I'm happy at home. I'm happy watching TV, you know, uh, church and that kind of thing. And so I think what we have to look at our motivation for whether we are just raring to go like the rare in 20s, like you said, or if we are really wanting to stay at home, what's the motivation behind that to make sure that we, you know, are staying in line with what God would have for us to do. And so my first thought was that we have been given Second Timothy one, seven says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So we have what we need to get back out there, but we got to make the choice.
1: That's so true, Amy. So good. And I was thinking of a scripture verse and I, I don't know exactly the address. Maybe while I'm talking, you can look this up or we could give it to the listeners later when we post the podcast from the radio show. But I was thinking of a scripture that my mom and dad used to say often, to not forsake the assembling together, Um, meaning it's that God wants us to gather together so that we can find strength, that we can encourage one another, so that we can build one another up in the body of Christ, and that we can be strong collectively together because there is strength in numbers. And I just think that... Sometimes the enemy has literally tried to make me his woman girl and hit me over the top of my head and drag me into his dark cave and make me want to stay there and hide out. And um, the more we hide away from people, it, it's almost like, at least for me, for, for sometimes it's good to hide because we can be refueled, we can rest. We can restore. We can recover. I felt like part of 2020 was that for me. But then there's other times that when the enemy has tried to make me be reclusive, I have given in to discouragement and despair and even uh, depression. I just think it can really feed depression. I don't know about you, but I've certainly experienced that, Amy.
0: I have had some of that as well. And you know, I am a homebody. So it a lot of this was not that unusual for me to stay at home for, you know, several days in a row and love it completely. But what I have really found is that there is this disconnect that is that just feeds the depression or the fear or the whatever. And I don't like that feeling. So in order to combat that, getting back out, getting with groups of people and realizing what we've been missing. And I think, you know, in the beginning we were like, oh no, we're missing out. And then we got used to it. It became a new norm. And now we're getting back out and we need to remember what it is that we were missing so long ago and get back out there. And really, you know, one of the things that I thought about is that God gave us, Jesus gave his disciples the great commission in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And it says, go therefore and make disciples out of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I command you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And what that does for me is remind me of our purpose here, that we are to be his disciples and to go out and love on people, not to be afraid to get out and not to be just bored with going out and not doing what we've been called to do. You know, we've gotten so comfortable at home, but to get back out of our comfort zone and get back out there and approach people with the love of God and that this world needs so much. It's
1: so true. And, you know, the scripture verse I was thinking of is Hebrews 10:25 and it says that we're not to give up on meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day approaching and the day mm-hmm. approaching means Christ's return, right? Yes. And um so it's so important that we find that balance between hiding away and seeking deep and lasting friendships and connectivity so that we can meet together, encourage one another, and um, really look forward to to Christ's return. Um, I was thinking about something my husband observed the other day, Amy, that you made me think of this as you were talking. You know, we work from home offices, so like you said, I can be home for a couple of days, and there are times that's really healing for me to hide away and work and be in my little space, but um, but then there's that part of me that needs my people, right? Yes. I just need to see my tribe and feel connected in some way with outside forces that can make me better, <laughs> and um, my husband came home, and he was just talking about how one of his employees went for a walk at the lake and was saying this to him in a meeting online, how People were dropping their eyes down towards the path, towards the pavement as they passed one another, when she would try to lock eyes with them and would try to seek out just some kind of connection, even passing by, not verbal connection, but just, you know, locking of eyes, kind of nodding of heads, hello, a kind hello, kind gesture. And people are really in in a really bad way right now to where even when you're outdoors, they're afraid to seek out connection until, you know, all of these uncertainties lift. And right now the uncertainty is the pandemic, but it can be a gamut of things in our life that causes us to hibernate and to become reclusive instead of seeking, um, even seeking the heart of God. Sometimes we hide away from God and we drop our eyes downward instead of upward towards the forward path that he's trying to to lead us towards. Um, What do you want to say to
0: our listeners about that? I just think this is such a good conversation. It is. And I have a couple of scriptures that I would like to share in Isaiah 12 too, it says, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for the love. Lord God is my strength and song and he has become my salvation. I think that when we are able to get rid of that fear, get back out there and think about all that God has done for us and how we want to share that with other people. That's a good verse for if you are afraid. And then I was thinking about the. Passage in Jeremiah twenty and Jeremiah twenty nine says this but if I say I will not remember him or speak any more in his name, then in my heart it becomes like a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary of holding it in, and I cannot endure it. And I feel like if we will remember all the good that God has done for us, and if we will pray to have that fire in our bones, that we just cannot contain the love of God, that that can be our prayer to help us get back out there if we are afraid, because Jesus says Mm -hmm. in John 14, that he is our peace and he's, he has left us a peace that is not like the world. But it is supernatural and it is the peace of God that passes all understanding that that's not from that scripture. That's from Philippians. But again, in Philippians, he tells us he has the peace that we need to get back out there and love on people, because that is really what the world needs right now.
1: It's what I need. I don't know. I I don't know about you, but I need moments where I feel really deeply connected to people. I do think this conversation is making me think about how important it is to honor the way God designed us to be. Mm -hmm. And if we truly are introverts, to know that there's a time to pull back and be reclusive and be introspective and allow God to just Wrap himself around you like a warm, fuzzy blanket, and let you know that who you are is exactly who he created you to be, and he loves it when you come away with him. And then for those who are more extroverted, that need to be out more, seeking connectivity and conversations and times of real community that we honor that and we try to really seek God in this time frame, Amy, because we don't even know how to move forward. Like there have been times when I thought, oh, I would love to invite a couple over or two couples over for dinner once Mm -hmm. things kind of opened up a little bit. But we're not even sure who would feel comfortable to come inside our home anymore. Or there are people who don't feel comfortable meeting at a restaurant anymore. So how do we seek community and what would be some some ways or some ideas that we could connect with people um, more than just a zoom meeting people are tired of zoom meetings but how could we tell our listeners some new fresh ways that they could connect their soul to someone else
0: well, I do think that's important. And, you know, I think the first thing to do is to ask. We in the Bible, it talks about we have not because we ask not. And I think that that applies in our lives, not just with the Lord, but with other people. If they let's don't be afraid to offend someone by asking them, hey, do you want to come out for coffee? If they don't want to go give them the freedom to say, hey, if you don't, want if you're not comfortable with that, then maybe we can do a Zoom. But ask them Take the take the approach, take the step and say, hey, could we meet? What would feel comfortable for you? You know, if it's at a park, so it's open air, whatever that is, let's do that thing. Let's ask, let's put ourselves out there, take the risk and begin to ask. And here are a couple of ideas. Um, I just want to say that in the last two weeks or so, I have met someone for coffee and it was not somebody that I knew at all, but she And I live in the same town, and she had connected with me on Instagram, and she was just looking for some mentoring. And it was fun to get to see her face-to-face and meet for the first time, because we had talked a little bit through um, online. And then we just got to have a conversation, and it was at a coffee shop, and it was super great. But the connection, the being face-to-face, the seeing somebody's facial expressions was so good for my soul. And then I also did do the zoom thing with another friend from Instagram who lives in a different state. And that was so good for me because I don't actually zoom a lot, but for, uh, so I did that. And then I went to a baby shower this weekend in Arizona for my daughter in law for my future grandbaby. And it was so nice to be with a group of women. It was awesome. Awesome. It felt so good. <laughs> and it just celebrating life, this baby that is coming. And it was just, it really did my heart good. So I feel like, you know, if we can ask, if we can go, if we can seek out those people who are ready and find out what's comfortable for them and then make the calendar appointment to do it and see it through.
1: I love that Uh, intentionality. So we're intentional to hide when we need to hide so that we can have time alone with God and fill our, our hearts with his word to push the fear and the anxiety out. Yes. And then we have moments where we're seeking out friendships and, Possibly, like you said, new friendships. I love that, that you met a new friend in the middle of this pandemic. How awesome is that?
0: It was, I just, it really, really met a place in my soul that I had not, you know, it just been in laying dormant, lying dormant uh, because of the lack of opportunity. And I think that as opportunity begins to present itself, let's don't, be women who shy away from taking that first step. And I loved that. She asked me that, Hey, do you want to meet for coffee? It's like, yes, I would love to, you know? And if somebody says, no, I'm not comfortable with that. That's okay. That's okay. Give them the freedom. (laughs) So yeah, next. next. Uh, So, you know, I think another scripture that if we're talking about the fear uh, level is Romans eight fifteen, and if we can encourage, if we have a friend who says this, gives us an opportunity to. If somebody says, "Hey, I'm I'm really scared," or "I don't have peace about that," or "I I'm not ready because of whatever is their reason," because it's going to be different for everybody, we have some scriptures that we can. Give to them to begin to pray, like that Jeremiah one. Get that, you know, pray that fire in your bones that you can't help it. You, know, you want to get out and talk to people. One of my favorites. Or John fourteen twenty seven, the piece I leave with you, or Romans eight fifteen. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba Father. We cry out as children of God to God to give us the to be courageous and to go out and meet with people and begin to share his love face to face again. So I'm loving all these ideas and different ways of getting with people. Go for a walk in the park. The I would say the weather's better, but it's not actually rare getting ready to have a snowstorm. But in lots of places in the country it's better. <laughs>
1: You know, one of my nieces, her father-in-law is very sick, and so they can't be around a lot of people because they want to be with his father, of course, as much as they can. Right. So their world has been a little bit more restrictive and reclusive than what their personalities would lend itself to. And so I thought it was a really great idea. They came by in their truck one day, brought Starbucks, and we were on the porch and had a little time of togetherness um, in a really unconventional way. So that's a, another idea, Amy, that people can do. Like call somebody up and say, if you're not comfortable with me coming in your house, how about you sit on your front porch steps? I'll roll the window down or open my sunroof and windows, and I'll bring the coffee and go through the drive-thru and get Starbucks or some other favorite coffee and or other drink and, and come over and just have a little conversation with somebody that probably you wouldn't realize how much they needed you and how much you needed
0: them. So LaTan, I have a question for you because I faced this this week. I, my, a good friend of mine called me and needed some encouragement and I gave her some, what I might call just platitudes, you know, just trust God, don't be afraid. Here's the piece. But what else can we say to people who, you know, they don't need just another platitude or another uh, cliche? What kind of things? How can we meet them in that place of I know that you're not comfortable or that you're scared or that you have so much going on without using just the same old stuff that we hear? Do you have any advice for me on that?
1: I think one of the things that God is really driving home for me personally is that He wants me to listen well to people. To not not approach people with, I have to talk to someone. Um, instead, to approach people with, what do you have to say and what is in your heart because I'm here for you. I'm here to listen and I'm seeking you out. I really I want to be present and I want to hear because I care. I think that's one of the most wonderful ways that we can model uh, true godliness is to connect that way and just simply listening. And not always saying anything corrective or, like you say, putting some stamped little package, something on um, their pain or their frustration, but just letting them know that they're heard. And then maybe later, send a note and just say, you know, I'm sorry you've been struggling with A, B, and C, and I want you to know I heard you, and I'm praying for you. And um, Matthew 6.33 reminds us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and that everything else in our life will be added to us. We make it so hard, don't we? Mm -hmm. Um, And if we'll seek God first, he'll help us to know how to move forward, how to seek out the right relationships, the right conversations, the right timing to have those conversations, the right timing to not
0: have a conversation and just listen. That's so good. That's so good. What are some wrap up thoughts that you have for the show today? Because we are just about out of time. And, you know, let's look and see where are you falling in that hiding or that ready to get out there and seek out the, the fun and the, the, the relationship again? relationship building again. Where are you at? And then what are you going to do with that? I guess is, you know, some wrap up thoughts. So I just want to
1: say, whether you're hiding or you're seeking, ask God to help you find balance. I'm asking God to help me find balance. I certainly look back and see how overscheduled my life was. And I'm so thankful that God is re repositioning us now and he's going to help us find a brand new rhythm in our hiding and in our seeking
0: this has been such a great conversation latan and y'all we will continue this conversation again next week so thanks for joining us today please join me and my amazing friend and co-host latan roland murphy for this ongoing conversation where our hope is to inspire you to go courageously and live victoriously, because your past is power in the hands of our loving, holy God. Thank you for making past to power part of your life. We hope to see you there. And now we just want to leave you with this blessing from numbers 6, 24 and 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you so much for making past to power part of your life.